everything's better when you take your time. Join me, Shimmy LaRue, for a slow burn. Hi, my name is Shimmy LaRue, and I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Slow Burn. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, life has been life, and frankly, I no longer really hold to a true and long idea of making sure everybody has episodes on a consistent basis. I feel like this isn't going to end up being just when I feel like I have something to say and I don't want to, you know, rant on social media. But today I want to talk a little bit about experiences and crafting an experience. Um, I don't know if a number of y'all are aware of a food blogger that has become incredibly popular on TikTok named Keith Lee. He is a former MMA fighter who lives in Las Vegas, who literally goes around to mom and pop restaurants, first all around Las Vegas, and more recently all around the country, including Chicago, and tries mom and pop places and gives his honest review. That's all he does. He just tries the food, gives his review, and that's it. Usually it's him in his car. He has an absolutely lovely family, um, lovely wife, lovely kid, like fantastic family. So recently he went to Atlanta to try food out there and holy cow, in shambles, in shamblaze. Uh, what we're finding is that restaurants in Atlanta, the food might be good, it might even be great, um, but there is a true problem in the customer service experience. Everything from hours being arbitrary and not being open when they say they're going to be open to uh, being more of a vibe than a restaurant to wait staff not really wanting to wait on you as a customer and that you're more of an inconvenience to weird times for the amount of time you have to do stuff to uh, being bumped or being wait to sat if you aren't a celebrity and just a lot of really kind of awkward and odd experiences. I saw someone on TikTok say that it felt more like eating out in Atlanta was like going to the club as opposed to going to a restaurant. And so Keith went to a few places, including a few well-known places. I think the name is like Real Milk and Honey and Toast. And I, I don't I don't know. Um, I've only been to Atlanta a couple of times and went to these places and had a terrible customer experience for both of those places to the point where he didn't even get food. He wasn't even able to review either one of the places because the customer experience was so bad. And because of that, everyone is now sharing their experiences of terrible customer service. The restaurants are getting awful reviews, and it's just pretty much bad all around for restaurants in Atlanta. Now, I will say again, I've only been to Atlanta a couple of times, and every time that I've been there, again, yes, the food is decent, but it definitely felt like I wasn't cool enough or special enough to be there. It was very much like I was trying to get into VIP in a club rather than sitting down and having, you know, my $27 catfish and grits. Um, so I can understand that. But what I really want to talk about is the concept of experience itself. So as 
performers and as producers and as those who work in burlesque and in the larger entertainment community, the one thing that will always separate us is the experience. Again, our customers, our clientele, our audience, our patrons can choose to do anything on the nights that they come out to see us, including staying at home. And with as expensive as everything is right now, that is a hard thing to fight. So if you, if someone comes out and they decide to come out to see a show and to see live entertainment, instead of doing anything else, it is your responsibility as a performer and as a producer to ensure that the experience that your patrons clients, customers get is stellar enough that they want to keep returning back and overriding the ease of not going out and not spending money. So for example, if somebody were to come out to come see a show, it could easily be 10, 20 bucks in gas, uh, not to mention getting into hair and makeup and nice clothes. Uh, Perhaps it is a ticket fee of anywhere from five to twenty dollars, and I'm this is all on the low end. Perhaps you're having a couple of drinks that might be another twenty to forty dollars. You might have some food that might be another twenty to forty dollars. All said and done, you're looking at easily a hundred to a hundred and fifty dollars to come out and see a show. And this is before you have thrown a single dollar out into the the stage for your performers, before you bought a single piece of merch, before you put a tip in a G-string or a garter before you did any of those things, you might already be out $100 to $150. And in this economy, that's quite a bit of money. So how do you as a performer or producer make sure you're upholding your end of the contract? Because they're upholding their end of the contract by coming in and engaging in all of these different ways, supporting the venue, supporting the staff, supporting you as the performers. What are you doing to ensure that you are upholding your end of the contract? Because this is a two-way street. Now, the very basic thing you can do to uphold your contract is to perform. You were contracted to come and perform. That's what you come and you do. That is the bare minimum. However, just like these restaurants in Atlanta, that's not going to get you repeat customers and that might just get you talked about. But what makes it special? What makes it so that someone wants to come in and see you and especially come in and see you as opposed to any other live performance, a live entertainment, or really just staying the hell at home is the experience. Do you make people feel like they're welcomed? Do you make people feel like they're wanted? Do you make your audience feel like, I am excited that you are here and I am excited to put on this show for you, that I want to bring you into this experience just as much as I'm enjoying this experience? And I know for a lot of us, it's about the money. And if you know anything about me, both as a person and a performer, I am a huge fan of trying to get as much money as I possibly can from every show and every experience. Hashtag money gun life. But I also know that folks really want to give up money if they feel like they're a part of the show. 
People are happy to give up money if they feel like they're part of the experience. If they feel like they're wanted, then, oh my gosh, they're more than happy to cough up cash. So going back to the concept of how are you fulfilling your part of the contract, I think there are a few things that are are pretty easy to do. And there's some things that I see consistently that I'm always a little shocked that performers don't do with some consistency. The first is to talk to your audience. Now, I'm not saying that you have to go around and do, you know, a money grab or that you have to talk to every single person in the audience. But what I have seen in so many shows is as soon as the show is done or during intermission, that the cast immediately disappears and you can never find them again until everyone has changed out of their clothes and then they're scuttling away quickly to get away from the venue. As an audience member, that just tells me I don't. I don't like you. I don't actually want you to be here. And that's such a quick way to just kill that for an audience. Now, again, I'm not saying that you have to be out there and talk to every single person. And I know that there are creepos and I know that there are things that make you uncomfortable. I understand. Holy cow, I understand. What I am saying is that it doesn't take more than 30 seconds after the show is done to walk around and say, thank you. Thank you for coming out. I appreciate you coming out tonight. And if you don't want to do it while you're still down to your kibbles and bits, go put on a robe, go put on your tiptoe. And as people are walking out, just do a little bit of a mingle, grab a glass of water, grab a cocktail, you know, maybe take a picture, maybe charge for the picture. I don't know. Just be around for a second just to say I know you could have chosen to be anywhere else and you chose to be here. And that means something to me. And that is such a powerful way of making a connection, not just with your audience, but also with your brand and making people feel special. Because no matter what, everyone just wants to feel special. And, And that tiny little 30 seconds is really all you need to really change how someone thinks about you, your show, burlesque, entertainment. It's truly that simple. One thing I like to do for all of my shows is I will walk around to every single table. Now, you don't have to do this. This is something that I do. You don't have to do this. But I walk around to every single table and I ask, hey, do I have fun tonight? Thank you so much for coming out. If there was something I noticed about that table that was funny or interesting, you know, where someone lost their mind seeing a cool gag or saw like a cool part of the act. I like to bring it up and joke. It shows, hey, I'm paying attention to you and I'm trying to make sure you're taken care of also. And I can't tell you how many times I've had people come back and go, hey, this is the third or fourth time I've seen you or this is the third or fourth time I've come to the show and I always have a good time. And those are the people, not only are they having a good time, they're also more likely to now go talk to their friends about it. So now you've been doing organic marketing all by just taking a few seconds out. Another thing you can do to make sure that you are sweetening the experience for folks is making sure you take care of your bar staff, take care of your restaurant staff, take care of your venue staff. It also does not take that much work 
to acknowledge the people who are making sure that you have everything in place to have what you need to be taken care of. So I have had folks at venues where I made sure that, you know, I'm always keeping up with the staff, always saying hello to folks, always making sure they're taken care of and they're having a good time. And I've literally had servers come up to me and say, hey, this group of people want to spend money on you or this group of people want to tip you all out or this group of people, hey, want to want to do a little extra for you. They didn't have to do that. That money's not going to them. It's coming to us as the performers. But they know that we take care of them. So they take care of us. So make sure that you're also taking care of your staff. And finally, give a shit. Give a shit. And that includes how you present yourself online. That includes how you present yourself coming and going. Um, Don't come to a venue looking like who done did it and why. Now, I'm not saying that you have to be perfectly dressed up and you have to be completely in hair or makeup, but don't look like you just rolled out of bed. You are the star. You are the special moment of coming in the room. And when people see you coming in, especially if you're coming in after the show has started, if you're coming in like a pop-up style show, people are watching you come in too. And they want to see, hey, wow, what are you wearing? That's kind of cool looking. That's that's kind of awesome. Be, be the moment, be the vibe, be the star. And again, like I said, you don't have to be in full hair or makeup all the time. Wear the nice sweatpants. Wear the, wear the showgirl sweatpants from Frankie Fictitious. Those are dope. Wear those. But wear Wear something nice. You know, have a smile on your face. Don't look like you are, why am I here? People see that. From the moment you walk out of your door to the moment you walk back into your door, you are selling an experience. You are selling a fantasy. You are selling a vibe. So sell the vibe. So that's really all I wanted to talk about again. And just kind of to recap, Being a performer and being in entertainment is not just about the actual entertainment itself. It's about crafting the experience. And for those who are not in entertainment and for those who are coming to see you, the experience is sometimes even more important than the actual product. So three things you can do to make sure that you are crafting an experience is make your audience feel like they're special. And that is, again, as easy as saying, thanks. Thanks for coming out. Make sure that your staff feels special. Make sure that they're taken care of also. Tip them well. Make sure that you have eyes on them and they have eyes on you. And finally, give a shit. Sell the fantasy. From the moment that you walk out of the door to the moment you walk back into the door, you are the star. So act like it. I hope that y'all enjoy this and please let me know what you think about crafting the experience and or let me know what you think about the Keith Lee situation in Atlanta. Y'all, I am obsessed. And if y'all have anything you'd like for me to talk about or want to know my opinion on, also let me know. I am happy to talk about things and uh, if there's nothing else, I have opinions. So I'd love to chat and let me know what you think. Thank you all so much for joining me for another episode of Slow Burn. I hope to see you all again very soon. Bye.